You're listening to the Hardcore Takeover with DJ Double Drop, the only place to hear the latest hard dance music. happening you're walked into episode 23 of the hardcore takeover on shmoo fm with myself dj double drop Coming up on tonight's show, I have an exclusive guest mix and interview from none other than Australia's Summer J. As you can tell in the background, we're kicking off the show with some hardstyle vibes. I've been on a little bit of a hardstyle sort of feel the past couple of weeks, so I've been buying quite a lot of it. This track in the background is Rame and Mike Enemy, and this is his debut hardstyle release on HD UK, Water In My Veins.
Mike Riveri there with Water In My Veins, available now on HD UK, so go check that out and grab your copy. Coming in now though, this is, I really hope I'm saying this, this is Singus X and this is Super String and this is the Aftershock Remix. little look there at Super String, the Aftershock remix. I've got to say I'm absolutely loving that one. Coming in now though, this one's from Firelight, one of the best hard dance producers at the moment. And this one is Beyond the Stars. Place Beyond the Stars. are unending. It knows no beginning or end. To understand, you must move beyond yourself. When will we find out where we come from? What do you truly believe? The answers lie among the dark, in a place beyond the stars. Thank you. 
questions of our universe are unending. It knows no beginning or end. To understand, you must move beyond yourself. When will we find out where we come from? What do you truly believe? The answers lie among the dark, in a place beyond the stars. That was Firelight there with Beyond the Stars. And I've got to say, I'm absolutely loving that and how hard that track hits. But as I said, I've been on a little hard style vibe, so you can't play some hard style without the Tweakers. So this is the Tweakers, L-N-Y and T-N-Z, and this is so easy. What you truly believe. Reaching out for the things you love. This is what we've been dreaming of Funny how things they change I never thought I could be so brave Who will it be? The next hero that we all just want to see The success that we're all dreaming of Oh, oh, oh Touching the sky is so easy now Oh, oh, oh I've been trying, I've been filled with doubt one from the tweakers and that was so easy 
This next one coming in though was sent across from Ziggy X the other week and I've got to say I am loving the vibes on this. It's hard style meets hardcore and it's just beautiful. This is Ziggy X in Mad Crow with Derb. This is Derb. time in the show where it's time to pick up a little pace a bit so we'll take it all the way up to 170 for this one let's go this is derb derb said before Ziggy X and Mad Crow there with Derb and I absolutely love the sounds on that perfect track to kick your set off with and just set the tone of your mix in the perfect track for when we get back to playing live in clubs but enough rambling on from me as always now it's time to introduce an absolute belter of a track and that is the only word that can describe this this is a belter a little bit of old school hard trance but it was used on Hicks's mix for bonkers 4 I believe it is a good friend of mine Weasel also did an update of it a couple of years ago this is slashing fun kids and imagination Thank <laughs> you. 
knowledge. All you need is knowledge. knowledge and a little imagination. fun kids there with imagination but we're coming in off a little double drop here with DJ Shimura Relic and Lindsay Marie available on Keeping Rave Alive this is the happy hardcore goodness of Northern Lights
Northern Lights there available now on Keeping the Rave Alive, so I highly recommend that you go and check that out. I love the vibes on it, it sort of brings that old style happy hardcore that everyone sort of fell in love with back into the picture. But switching it up now and we're going into one of the newest labels that I've found that are higher and higher in my esteem with every track that they release. This is on Woo's Records and this is Laxo with Next to You. So much energy in that track from Laxo, available on Woo's Records, as I said, so go check it out and you will not be disappointed. Coming in next, so this comes from the boss man of hard dance, this is Darren Styles featuring Gavin Beach, this is All My Life.
Styles, Ashley Walbridge and Gavin Beach there with All My Life. Absolutely phenomenal tune and what more do you expect from Darren Styles? It's great. Coming in now though, we are away to go into the interview segment of the show with Summer J. This is cut from my new podcast chatting, so be sure to check it out. But as we move on now, this is the part of the show where if you're listening to the radio show, this will be the first time you've heard. So my guest on this month's show is Summer J. We've just done the chatting, I can't say the swear word because we're on radio now. So <laughs> Steph, sorry, no swearing. Okay, noted. But, uh, <laughs> So we've just done the podcast. This is a part of the show that's going to be on the radio. If you want to check out the podcast, head over to Spotify in the next couple of weeks and you'll be able to check out the full interview podcast with me and Summer J. So for radio listeners, obviously, we'll just do a quick, how's it going? <laughs> Hiya. So Steph, this is part of the show where I like to go into the this or that segment. So it's just quick fire and we're just going to get through it and see how we go if you're up for it. Yeah, I'm totally up for it. Let's do it. So, first question is, 160 or 170 BPM when it comes to hardcore, what do you prefer? Can I say 165? <laughs> uh, I had a feeling you'd be one of the awkward <laughs> ones that like tries to meet in the middle. <laughs> I would say probably oh, I would say probably 170. Yeah. For for a rave, I would say 170, because it's yeah. just got a bit more energy. But for production-wise, I would say 160. So, do you think making music at that speed is easier as opposed to making it at 170? Um, it's not necessarily easier, but with the extra 10 BPM, you get more space. So, you can you will find it's easier to, like, between each kick there's more space for the bass frequencies and things like that, so you can actually get a fuller sound by, yeah, by doing a lower Yeah, I've heard a few people saying that. So, next one is DJing or producing? What's, what's producing your favourite? 100%. I do love DJing, I must admit, I do love it, but, like, 
I, like I said before, like earlier, there is just so, you get so much value out of production and being able to make a song and release it to the world and actually make an impression on people. That is so rewarding that I just don't think that there's anything that can match that. 100%. So the next one is lockdown has been quite a big period of everyone's life just now. So I feel like I've completed Netflix, I've completed Disney Plus. <laughs> recommend me something recommend me something to watch on oh any streaming service. Honest to God, I'm like the worst person for this because the only thing I could recommend and you're probably gonna cringe is like made in Chelsea and the only ways Essex are like my favourite things to watch. <laughs> Please, no hate, no hate. Um that's literally all I watch and I'll give you the reason for it, right? Like I know that sounds crazy, but like I literally have no brain power to watch anything of substance. <laughs> By like the time I finish an eight, like I get up at quarter past five in the morning and I leave the house at six. I get into Sydney at 8 a.m. I start work at 8.30. I work until four. I then catch the train and I get home at 6.30. Um, I would have done production on the way home and then I like get home and I still have to cook dinner, organize everything and get into bed by nine to have a decent sleep to go to work the next day. So like when I have like a whole week like this and then on like all I'm doing is production and that, I have no brain power to like process anything that requires any thinking. And like those shows are so garbage that there's like no thinking involved. <laughs> so I love watching them. And also it makes me miss the UK so much. Like I love the UK, like it literally feels like home. So watching those shows, I'm like, oh, like I know where that is or, it gives me like loads of good feelings. So that's my fucking justification. Well, that's my, sorry, you're gonna have to cut that out. That is my justification okay. for watching garbage TV like that. <laughs> right, I'll let you off. That, that kind of, <laughs> be, between that excuse and the fact that you actually make good music, I'll let you off. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so next one is, if you could collab with anyone in the scene, who would it be? I'm gonna say, like, oh, I don't know, like, that's hard because obviously you would want to collab with Darren Styles because A, he's a genius and you'd learn so much from him and obviously your exposure would be great. Um, but honest to God, the one person that resonates with me the most is like Max Wolf. I just, he is so, so talented, like, so talented. And I just think he's really underrated. Um, and oh, even though he's, even though he's my best mate, like we've never produced anything, and it's funny because the reason we say this is we always joke about it, and it's because he likes to have full control. So I wouldn't really get much engineering in because I'm not at the same level as him. So like when he produces with Jacoby, they're sort of like on a level playing field, you know what I mean, in terms of their skill level. So they sort of go yeah. back and forth with the with what they do. But because I'm not quite up to his standard, he would take control because he wouldn't want to compromise, like, the song. And so we've always laughed about it and that I would get shitty because he wouldn't allow me to do anything and then <laughs> I wouldn't end up contributing. So I was like, that would be... That's my goal is to get good enough for Max Wolf to approve a, uh, a remix with me. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a, a good goal to work. I think that's a good goal to work towards. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I think hopefully one day we will get there. 
Next one is, what was the first truck you, first hardcore truck, sorry, you ever purchased? Oh God, I wouldn't even know. I honestly wouldn't remember. Um, okay, so I just it had might have an been album that Technical the, did, and I think technical that I got had it, um, that album would have been my first one with actual hardcore tracks on it. I think. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember the name of it. It might have been a self-titled album. I don't know. It was a white cover. I can't remember. Um, that probably would have been the first time I actually purchased hardcore. And then it would have been when I started DJing and probably the first track I would have actually purchased to DJ would be Your Shining because it's like my all-time favourite song. Yeah, ultimate, complete classic. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Next one is, what's your favourite album compilation? Oh, my God. I don't know. I, I honestly don't even know, like... I'll, I'll, have... I'll, I'll, I'll interrupt here and I'll say mine's, mine's has got to be like a Bonkers or Clubland Extreme Hardcore but for nostalgic sake I've got to say Bonkers for this one yeah see but that's the thing is because I was never into like Bonkers so yeah I I would have to say that like my favourite albums would come from rock music and all the stuff that I loved like um like Corn, Freak on a Leash, um, Marilyn Manson, um, yes. um, what was his? Um, I was like dead set obsessed. Like I used to listen to Foo Fighters and Manson, um, Queens of the Stone Age, Nirvana. I know every Nirvana song on drums. I can actually play every single one of them. Uh, but honest to God, there was a Corn. There was Corn, Freak on a Leash, and. The Manson album. I'm just trying to bring it up. What was oh, like? What was the album that had beautiful people on it? Um, I, I I had a T-shirt that had the album cover on it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it it's had, honestly it been like, so long. It was. I've, um, it was him. He had like a. Oh, what did he have? He had like a female's body, but his head was yes, it. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's right. I, I, and, I know exactly what one. So I was I, just like. Oh, sorry, The Golden Age of Grotesque was my other one with Manson that I used to absolutely love. Um, and it was funny because a few months ago I, I went back on Spotify to listen to them all and I just could not believe that I still knew, like, every single word. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I went and saw Manson live and everything because the drummer in Manson is, like, literally incredible. Um, and I'm, the other one that... Probably the other album that I would rank as, like, my top albums that's, like, not going to be hardcore is also um, Primus album. There was one called Antipop and also the Brown album and also Frizzle Fry. All of those were like amazing. And if you if you probably don't know who they are, but the drummer from Primus is literally like one of the best drummers of all time. And that's why I was like obsessed with it. And I used to just like sit there and just be in complete awe of like the drumming. But yeah, I think I came into hardcore too late. Do you know what I mean? Like the albums had sort yeah. of stopped by the time I had come yeah. in, and so it was more just individual singles or or whatnot. So all my albums stem from my um my metal days. Well, that kind of answers the next question. The next one was going to be, what was your favourite type of music outside the genre of hard dance music? But I think we covered that. Yeah. Well, outside currently outside of that, I love drum and bass and like a piano house more than regular house that more of that funky like I really love yeah. funk like that kind of sound um but before I got into this it was yeah it was like rock um Aussie rock as well there's some really classic like Australian rock bands 
and metal, but also like not quite metal. So I wasn't really into like Slipknot, but I liked Manson and Korn and Primus and all those kinds of bands, Queens and Stone Age and stuff. So yeah, love uh, it. I- I, I loved a bit of Slipknot. I was just a little, like, emo kid running about. Yeah, <laughs> it was a bit and tough then... for me. Like, it was a bit much for me, being the, like, person that I am. But Corn or Manson wasn't, which was weird. But I just found Slipknot yeah. to be a little bit OTT. <laughs> yeah, I can kind of... That's, you, you've just got to look at them to kind of understand that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, next question is, what's your favourite venue or event to play? Well, my favourite is obviously playing at Massive, like, Massive Main Stage, honestly, is, like, amazing. Um, One of my favourite venues, though, is called, well, used to be called The Family in Brisbane, but I'm not sure what it's actually called now. It's changed names so many times. Um, And it's a huge venue in Brisbane, and we, the Hard EDM crew, used to take over um, The Family back in the day when, like, and I think they still do play there. I'm not sure if they've got a new venue now, but... Um, I supported Breeze, Styles and Wizkid main stage at The Family and nice. funny enough I would play straight after them was probably my biggest moment ever was like taking the stage from Darren <laughs> Styles and Mark Breeze at uh, The Family but yeah that, that venue I think is probably one of the best I've played at Nice uh, Who's the best hardcore producer out there? Oh my god that's hard as well um, to be honest, I would say, like, obviously you've got Darren and Technicor would be the top. I, yeah. In my personal opinion, other than that, I think you would have into musical ideas and production quality, definitely Max Wolf is up there. And also um, Vietnamese producer Oli P. Oh, yeah. Oli is P is... so talented like so, so talented as well like very underrated yeah. very not very well known but like in terms of the best producer he would be very very close to challenging like the likes of Darren and Stonebank and and those guys like yeah. just incredible so next one is turntables or CDJs what would you rather play on um, CDJs only because I never learned how to play on vinyl and yes that probably means I'm not a real DJ um, uh. I did I did um, like muck around on decks I, I had a housemate years ago who had vinyl before I was ever a DJ and I used to play around on them but um, and I have attempted to mix and have been able to but I, it is like quite a struggle um, yeah it's not as it's not as easy as CDJs like no no playing, and I've been playing for years but like now if i go back to turntables i'm just like where where does it tell me rusty yeah like it's just because like those they're longer tracks too right so like it gives you that more space to like mix and stuff and like i still manually beat match and all that kind of stuff but i think with the type of music that you play now it's so fast paced that it's like it's more suitable for the modern hardcore because it's easier to sort of get through transitions like quicker whereas with vinyl like you play those really long like intros and like tracks go for like seven minutes and like all this kind of stuff you know what I mean like it's like completely different I would love to learn how to actually be confident on vinyl but I just haven't had the opportunity so 
The, the only thing is, it's too expensive to buy vinyl. Very, yeah, so expensive. Like, it's it's a it's a bad heart. Like honestly, I think I'd pick heroin over like buying vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just yeah. I'd, I'd, what, what, I'm gutted I wasn't part of that era, but like it, yeah, I just it wasn't really my thing. So. So the next one is headlining a small club. So top top of the roster on a small club or opening up the main stage of a festival what would you rather do i would say headlining a small club i think um mainly because like the energy is going to just going to be insane within a small club if you're the headliner and if you're opening for a festival it's like it's when people are like streaming in it's not quite as like busy and it's also like nowhere near as personal so i think headlining a small club See, I've I've always said I'd rather headline a small club. Thinking about yeah. it now, though, see if you put me on a festival after COVID, I would love to be that first person to hit play on the decks. Yeah. As everyone's <laughs> coming in, like. But I, I, I still don't know. Think I just still think it's, that it's, I would prefer the one. intimacy of the club. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I, in saying that, I would never say no if someone was going to offer me a, a, a <laughs> festival. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. The, o- the only way I would pick that just now is with COVID, pre-COVID yeah. and everything like that. I'm like, yeah, give me, club. give me, give me the middle, the middle act yeah. on a small club. I'd happily take that. But exactly. Next one is Burger King or McDonald's. What's your oh, go-to? Oh, this is easy. McDonald's all the way. Like we call it Hungry Jacks here in Australia instead of Burger King. Um, oh, but okay. it's it's garbage like I really it's <laughs> not great and the chips always taste undercooked at Hungry Jack's slash Burger King McDonald's is just and here in here in Australia I'm not sure if you have it over there when I last went to the UK it wasn't like it here in Australia we have a huge menu in Macca's it's really diverse and we have really cool stuff and the burgers are actually freshly made so it's oh. amazing so it's completely different to the UK. I don't like UK McDonald's. Actually, I think the Burger King I had in Magaluf was better than the McDonald's I had in the UK. But in Australia, yeah, but, McDonald's, 100%. Yeah, but you've got to take into consideration how drunk were you in Magaluf when you had that Burger King? Oh, yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty drunk. <laughs> but it was, it was a bloody good Burger King or whatever it was. Burger King or Hungry Jacks. Burger King in Magaluf. Yeah. So next one is what's the with with the times that we're living in just now and everyone saying that the earth's flat and there's all this COVID's trying to kill you. What's yeah. what's the craziest conspiracy theory that you have ever heard? I always like to ask this one. Oh my god, I don't even know. Like nothing's like crazy anymore, right? Because like all the crazy stuff has come out and it's like oh, you, it's you kind of like immune to it. Um. I don't even know. No, I can't answer that one. I'm not really sure about like COVID and all that is probably the most craziest. I'll I'll jump in because I've got some yeah, absolute, go for it. absolute nut jobs on my Facebook. <laughs> and as I've said before, if you've if you've listened to the show, you've probably heard this before. But there's people that I've got on Facebook that believe that the Queen, uh, Boris Johnson, Donald Trump, all the people in power, they believe that they're all lizards. Oh so yes, like, I have heard that one. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, this seems seems legit if we're looking seems at legit. Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
But next one is, what's your favourite movie of all time? What's your go-to? Again, I don't watch a lot of movies. I used to probably more when I was younger. But I would have to say the movie that I have never laughed so hard at in, again in my life was Super Troopers, the first one. is like probably the funniest movie I've like ever seen in my entire life. So that would be like my number one. Wait. Have you ever seen it? No, I don't think so. Oh, Super okay. Well, then you actually need to go and watch it. Super Troopers. Yeah, it's kind of like a bit of a cult movie. Like, it's not. It wasn't super like mainstream, I guess. But it's actually one of the funniest like movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm just googling just now. Um, okay. Yeah, I think I've got it. So, yeah. Oh, go so watch Super it. Troopers. There was a Super Troopers 2 apparently. I know, and I haven't seen that, but I don't want to because you know when it's like <laughs> the first one was so good, they're going to ruin it. I'm scared, yeah. but maybe I will watch it. Yeah. And next one is Apple or Android? What are you? What's your Apple. go-to? Apple oh. all the way. Yeah. Oh, I'm an Android. I've, I've, <laughs> I was Apple. I was Apple, but I switched it. I had to. And the last... Is this the last question? Two seconds? Oh, no. So coming into the last couple of questions, what yeah. is a hidden talent or interest that people don't know about you? Hmm. Well, I mean, I have spoken about it, so it's maybe not so hidden anymore, but I play the drums, so um, most people... Yeah, that... Oh, the, the other thing that's not music-related is that I, <laughs> I'm actually a decent golfer, weirdly enough. <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't play anymore, but I used to play as a kid and used to play, um, like, competition and was quite good. And I was also played representative basketball, so, um, nice. yeah, they're my, like, little hidden talents. They aren't so my hidden talents anymore because I don't really play golf, but I did play, went to the driving range, like, a few months ago with my dad and still have it, so that's good. I, I just take divots out of the ground. Like yeah. I'm, I'm just like I'm I'm just I'm a I'm a gopher when it comes to that. It's just like yeah. Dig digging rabbit holes. But. Yeah. So the last two questions now, this one's a bit of a fun one. So if there was a movie made about your life, what genre would it be and who would play you? Comedy one hundred percent because I'm always doing <laughs> stupid shit. And I don't know, there's actually an actress that someone told me that I looked exactly like, and I remember saying, that's so weird, because, oh, I think it was Natalie Portman they reckon I look like, when I had dark hair. Um, I can't yeah, really yeah. see it, but um, yeah. other people seem to be able to see it, especially when I had, yeah, when I had dark brown hair. And there was also another TV actress that I that they said I looked like and when I did do a side by side I did actually look quite similar to her but she was on some American series that I don't know so I don't actually know who she is as an actor actress um but other than that like that's just lookalikes I would say I don't know someone like stupid and funny probably like you know that you know the <laughs> you know have you seen the movie Bridesmaids yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that blonde, the blonde one who gets really drunk on the flight and tries to sneak into first class. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, I reckon about. it. I reckon it would be her because that's something <laughs> I would do. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. And the last one is describe happy hardcore in three words. Um, 
that is really hard. Um, fast, happy beats. <laughs> that's really lame, Done. but that's all I've got. No, it's done. <laughs> So, thank you very much, Steph, for taking the time to do this show, no the radio show, and not only the radio show, but taking the time to do the podcast. I mean, I actually set a timer so I can see how long we've been doing it for, and we've actually two hours two and five hours. minutes. Two hours. That's a so, long time. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm sorry, but Joe Rogan, like, you've got competition, mate. I'm, 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 I'm coming for that mantle. But, I don't know how, who wants to listen to me rattle on for two hours, like... Anyway. We'll, we'll, fi- we'll find out in a couple of weeks. Exactly. <laughs> Probably no one. So, but... huge thank you for taking the time to do this. Uh, before we go, please let people know where they can find you on social media and what music have you got coming out and yep. where where they can find it all. This is your chance so, just to plug away. Sure. So, my Instagram handle, which is where most of my stuff goes on, is just summerj, one word, S-U-M-M-A-J-A-E. Um... Facebook is the same as well. I don't use a lot of other social media. They're my main ones, really. Um, you can find all my releases on the label 170, um, one word, but spelt as you would spell 170. Um, and I have an upcoming release, which is the Dougal remix of Take... Uh, sorry, my remix of the Dougal track, Take Me Away. Um, and that's coming out on the 29th of April, and it's a 99th release on 170, which is quite exciting. And then in the background, I do am working on another remix um, from a singer-songwriter in the US, quite a small indie um, artist that no one has probably heard of, and I'm really excited about it because it's coming together really quickly and it's really nice. So nice. I'm hoping I can get that on one of the labels 170 or whoever else will take it and then yeah hopefully i've got a, a collaboration with sub raver coming up um a young hardstyle producer from the netherlands so uh that's for me at the moment i don't like to take on too many commitments because i have a meltdown and so that's about yeah. my limitations at the moment so yeah hopefully you like what comes out so plenty new music coming from Summer J. Plenty to see on her Instagram as well. Get on it because if you're not on her music already, you 100% should be. Uh, coming yes, up next in the radio show, and if you're listening to the podcast, it'll probably play out the podcast as well. Is your guest mix? So yeah. What can we expect to hear in this guest mix, and what tracks should people look out for the most? Um. You should just expect to hear a lot of new upfront heavy hardcore. That's really my style um, in terms of my mixes. Obviously, make sure you listen out for my remix of Dougals, which will be included, some of my own um, original tunes, and also some unreleased stuff from the um, Japanese guys. And what else have I got in there? I'm just trying to think. Yeah, just a, a bit of a mixture of unreleased and um, released music, a lot of happy vibes, melodic vibes, and upfront hardcore. Wicked. I'm really looking forward to this. So, without further ado, before we hit play on this mix, could you please introduce your guest mix for the Hardcore Takeover? Sure. Hi, this is Summer J, and you're listening to my guest mix on the Hardcore Takeover. Oh my god, I can't believe that went for that long. You never know what's coming at you Make you hotter, make your blue skin sticky like I 
Yeah, one, two, one, two. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I love and can't stop loving. Get wasted at parties from nine till seven in the morning. I live for the music. Rolling blunts, feeling high, getting loaded, or take some pills and go to La La Land. Spending all my money on dope and extreme high price tickets. But in the end, it's all worth it. I like to live in my own world. Fuck regular life. Yeah, I'm nine to five job. I'm told to enjoy every moment, every hour, every minute. That's what I do on Fridays and Saturdays. Why should I take life so seriously? I just want to do what I like to do. Be it far from reality, because I can't stand society. It's my own world. I just want to hear the music. I think the whole system sucks. Everybody's working their ass off during the week, getting totally fucking pissed out. So what's and what's right? I live for the weekend. I live for hard styles. I live for hard style, baby. Come on, let's go! 
also a huge shout out goes to Summer J for providing that epic guest mix and interview. Don't forget to keep an eye on the Spotify and SoundCloud page and you can hear the whole podcast that we did. Also, a huge shout out to my boy Zen, aka Lee, for the backing music of that interview which features on the podcast. This next track though is Cube and this is Stay or Be Alone. Won't you make up your mind? Cause I'm getting tired of overthinking every move you make. And I can help you decide who you're loving now and how I'm not quite there somehow. My intuition says to give you up, but my heart can't easily let you go. So obviously now after the interview we're into the last half of the show so it's got to be quick mixing from now on and try to get as much new music in as possible. This one is a banger though. It comes from Technicore, Ben Nicky and JTS. This is Yeet 2.0. Turn this one up.
Technicore Ben Nicky and JTS are absolutely smashing it with 2.0. I can easily see that track being a big track at festivals. Coming in now though, a producer that keeps on growing and growing with every track. This is Rico and Bridgeby and this is Tell Me A Lie. there with tell me a lie but this one coming in now is on keeping the rave alive this is tty in culture with more likes
star there going under his new alias now i am dyslexic as hell so when it comes to reading these types of names i am not good so it's four star and i believe it's katsushin with forgive originator and proper there with harmony and that is a lee matthews remix and i absolutely love it but coming in background now a little bit of a sloppy mix from me there but hey it's two hours they can't all go perfect this one coming in is inquisitive in ak-47 and this is turn me on 
this track bangs hard on the drop and is one of my favourites to play as of late, so I suggest you turn this one up. favourite tracks there at the moment from AK47 and Inquisitive and that is Turn Me On available on 170 and sticking with the 170 vibe making their debut release this is Skeets in Novocaine with Are We Dreaming
releasing Novocaine there with Are We Dreaming? And that is one that tracks. It's originally at 160, but just sounds so much better pumped up to 170. Next up, another debut release on Bionic Bear. This one from Ian K in Toy Soldiers. And this is Drop That. honestly think that the last couple of tracks that I've played in this show, including this next one coming in, have been some of my favourites that I've had to feature in. It honestly feels like I'm just having a jam. But coming in now, Technicore released this earlier on in the year and this is a quick drop update. This is TikTok. We never intended to ever forget We never expected to ever regret Forever pretending and losing our heads I'm promising more than we ever could No
quick drop there. As I've said before, and I said it when he was on the show, one of my favorite producers at the moment. Everything he seems to do just seems to turn to gold, and to think that somebody can make a technical track sound better than the original is just a skill in itself. But coming in now, we're going over to guys at Justice Hardcore over in the States. This is Nobody and Bridgie B. I'm actually just noticing this is Bridgie B's second track on the show this month. This one's available on Beatport and this is I Can Feel. available on Justice Hardcore, but we're in the last track of the show. One of the best producers in Hardcore at the moment, DJ Frakish, usually teams up with Darwin, but riding solo on this one. Taken from his latest EP on Bandcamp and also available on Beatport, this is Blatant Influence, taken from Retro EP. And I think you can guess by the name Blatant Influence, this has got a heavily influenced Blatant Beats sort of vibe. Turn it up.
so that's it for a month, another month of the Hardcore Takeover. That's just got a podcast out featuring Summer J that will be coming in a couple of weeks. So keep an eye on Spotify and everything for that. Just search Hardcore Takeover and you will find it. You can also keep up to date with everything I'm doing via Instagram, which is my main outlet, which you'll get at instagram.com forward slash double underscore underscore drop. We are also on Facebook and it's the Hardcore Takeover or you can search facebook.com forward slash H-C-T-O and you will find us there. Huge shout out goes to Summer J for providing the guest mix and interview as well as the podcast. The podcast I think is one of my favourites so far. We go on for two hours and yeah, it lives up to the name of the podcast, which unfortunately I can't say on the radio show. Also just want to throw a big shout out to Zen for providing the background music for the guest mix a nice little old school mix and i'm going to include that in the link description of this radio show so be sure to download that listen to it and just enjoy the old school vibes but yeah that's us done for this time so thank you very much for listening and i will be back very soon with another show and another guest